Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Alice, couple of developments. Not only yes. is my bottle of clear liquid, liquid missing from this room. Yeah. But a moment ago, I was just trying to mess with this light to make more light. And mm-hmm. and it was flickering on and off. So I tried to screw it uh, tighter and it exploded in my hand. So there you go. But you, wow. know, you know what? I'm not going to sweat, sweat the small stuff. And you know what? It's all small stuff. I've heard people say that, yes. Uh, how are you enjoying Avon? I, me and James just went to this store called Fresh Market. Hmm. It's a very, think, I mean, I guarantee a Martha Stewart shops there. It is a beautiful person. It's kind of Connecticut store. And that's where you just had, we just got some sushi there and a, a sandwich and you had a, a piece of chicken. How was that? It was great. I loved my piece of chicken. It was awesome. We got two... We got two. Uh, we got one sandwich, turkey and mm-hmm. cheese sandwich. We got a twelve pieces of sushi, which was eleven bucks. I, I then got some sashimi, which was twelve bucks. I then got a gift basket for my producer, which was thirty bucks, and then I got a case of Mick Ultra organic seltzers, which were twenty bucks. Signature flavors only. Signature flavors only. That th- those devices, Alice, came to a grand total of one hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. Yes, sounds about right. Oh, and there's also had of- a great time today, by the way, in Glastonbury, Connecticut, at Tom's live remote, where Thank we you. talked to Dan Moresi, who's awesome. Yeah, he's a minifan. We love minifan. <clears throat> talk to Mark the Shark from WTIC, also a big minifan. Did you know this about him? I don't know if I knew that he was a Kirk guy. I knew he was a Jerry guy. Wow. He's a Jerry guy. He's also a Kirk guy. He was like, loved you on Kirk's show. It was great. I was so excited. So, yeah. So, you know, everyone's been a fan, I guess, deep down. Um, Martha Shark, Mark Christopher is a great guy. And so right fantastic now. Fantastic guy. Gave our children a 
fire pit and s'mores. I'm sure he's worked. He, in the, he won at an event. He's one of these. He's a real radio guy, so he's done. He does traffic and sports and this and that and everything. But, but uh, he's a great guy. Great guy. All mm-hmm. sorts of great people down in. And it was funny because I believe he's your uh, colleague at Odyssey, correct? Yeah. Which used to be known as a company called Entercom. Correct. And he was like ripping Entercom hey, for like not Alice, defending Kirk Alice, and Barry. Alice. Okay. Okay. It's privileged information. We're not. We okay. don't mean he was. Somebody standing next to him. Right. Somebody else was. Jesus, Alice. Mm-hmm. This is Sorry. why women are, are not given the right to vote because you guys are careless. Careless. I guess so. <clears throat> so, the only thing that like, that I was mentioning, and there's not too much to to, to say about it. This is my my. Uh, by the way, my city of Hartford Fire Department shirt. Mm-hmm. Thanks to my friend Mark Walsh from the the Hartford Fire Department. But I, I I am getting all sorts of gifts. I appreciate that. By the way, Mark the Shark gave me a gift from his friend. I think it's uh fr- his friend Dick, who. I'll I'll get the shirt. I'll show you the shirt when we get home. Needless to say, the name Dick is used several times. Um, and um, and Bob from um, what's the college? What's the only good college left? Hillsdale. Hillsdale. Yeah, gave me a book too. It's nice. It's I like. See, the giving presents to Tom Shattuck is good because <laughs> there's no sport in it for me because I am a thief. But I do appreciate it. I do like. I can do. I can do the. The t-shirt thing, I'll tell you. I'm, there's nothing that I'm too cool for. It's it's pathetic, but you know, it's fine. So, um, so Morgan in the chat says Jerry took shots at the Minifans today. I gotta listen. I didn't listen to Clemmer either. On- we haven't listened to anything yet. Yeah, I wanted to listen to Kirk this morning, but I waited so that we could listen together. See, that's true love. It is well. I mean, that's kind of what we do. You ask people like what they're what they're binge watching and whatever. We just kind of watch KMS, and then usually separately, we listen to Jerry, and that's it because we we can only do stuff. Um, we usually hit at least Tucker's monologue, although we usually. didn't do that because we don't have our DVR here, and we're not usually free until after that. Although it was quite the monologue last night when he said Zelensky was dressed like a strip club owner. It's a great line. It's such a great line. It is. It is. So, my, so awesome. where are you on how Zelensky is dressed? Uh, I don't like him dressing that way. I mean, partially because I, I guess mostly because it's so fake. You know, it's such like performance art. And I find the whole thing with Zelensky distasteful. Hey, James, can you go turn off that um, <clears throat> the heat or AC or whatever? Just turn on. Um you know, I, I find the whole thing such a mess because it's um he's so so like staged and them all fawning over him and loving him, like it's like uncomfortable to watch. He's not that great a guy. Putin's a bad guy. I get it. I can't say I'm necessarily opposed to doing stuff that uh you know that weakens Putin over time. Right. I, even though I tend to love like Russia overall, but not I'm not a Putin person. But, you know, Zelensky's not great either. Like, Ukraine is also corrupt and a mess. And, like, them treating him like he's this huge celebrity slash saint slash whatever. And, like, then he's dressed in, like, fatigues or whatever stupid stuff he wears. Like, it was some sweatshirt today. I just find the whole thing so distasteful. Yeah. 
it's well, gross. I like mean, I don't like it. Just don't lie to me. Just say like we need to spend money here to weaken Putin and it's the Cold War again or something. You know, like just be honest, but don't like treat it like it's this moral thing and that we all have to love Zelensky well, put it for some reason. He said it's an investment. I and mean, I think that's a good way to spin it. I mean, he makes a better case for it than than we do, than the administration does. Um, and I... Uh, but the way they act about him is so well, gross. That, seeing that thing yesterday, well, they're all fawning over him, trying to get close to him and touch him. That is weird and gross <laughs> Let and me odd. just touch yeah. the hem of your garment. Yeah, that was odd and gross. <laughs> and it, that adults do that just tells you what kind of leadership we have in this country. That said... Um, so I also think I know that people talk about his brand building, and you know he has no problem there, and they're saying like it's fine because, and it's true, you know the guy, the Russians have been trying to kill him, and he is in an area that's being shelled constantly, I mean usually, um, so so I understand, and it might be a, a solidarity piece with his guys, and it kind of shows you, you know, this is an all-in war, so even the president's got fatigues on, so I, I so I get the utility of him. I do think that it was a mistake for him to wear it in Washington, D.C., because he didn't come in looking like a head of state. He came in looking like Che Guevara. He came in looking like a gorilla, an uh, insurgent, rather than a head of state. If he's a head of state, then I think you, 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 the case can be made for more Americans that are real sovereign countries under attack from the bad Russians. And that's, mm. that would have been better for him. But he's not. He doesn't look or act like a president, and you know, and half of it is that he's been so cheapened by American celebrities who can't stay away from him. For some reason, God, please somebody fill the souls of these celebrities who travel there so they can shake his hand and say what a what an honor it is. Are you, are you still there? You just stopped really suddenly. No, I was just finishing a. You were just the done. This is over. <laughs> you were done with the celebrities. That's about, that's, all, the, that's about all I have with. I <laughs> wasn't sure. Yeah, no, I mean it's all been done. I'm like, obviously, we're going to give him more, even more money. Like it's absurd the amount of money we've given them, and most of it goes back to you know our defense contractors that pay Congress, and it's stupid. So. Uh, <laughs> You know, we all know what it is. It's gross, but we're just continuing to do this. <laughs> um, but yeah, Morgan saying even Ben Shapiro likes him. So well, I mean, Putin is a thug. And yeah, no, Putin's not a, a guy. gangster. And, and like, I don't think I, I, I think that we should be helping um ukraine it's a good way to stick it to putin and that's a gangster state and that's that's good we're we're we've been having a a, a kind of soft war with the russians now for a, right. for a long time um and to make them hurt that's good and maybe this will get them whacked and who knows what the next guy will be like that said i don't like zelensky demanding more aid saying it's all everybody's you know responsibility and at some point, we're going to have to have a conversation because Zelensky wants to win the war. Right. And, he doesn't want to negotiate. Right. And at some point, he has to negotiate. Or he, he doesn't have to, but at some point, the, the American largesse it has to end at some point. It oh, I don't. I mean, I think at some point can be a really, really, really long time away, though. I think the United States, like in general, the uniparty, the big blob of Washington, D.C. is willing to give countries money to fight wars for a long, long time. Like, well, I mean, it's good business. Like, 
like 20 years long, you know, like, I mean, I, I don't think we're not even a year in. We're not yeah. close to being done with this. Believe me, like we, yeah. we're willing. Washington, D.C. is willing to fund Zelensky with our money for and a long time. The defense budget never seems to contract at all. Like it, it, grew, <laughs> it grew after I, Afghanistan and Iran and never really contracted after that. And now we've got a new war they're funding. It is. I mean, they talk about the 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 um, military industrial complex and and it sounds conspiratorial when you say it like that but it's big business there's no doubt about but it's that. so funny the left used to be all about this and like dick cheney and halliburton yeah. etc et and like now it's like yay war stuff we need to buy them more weapons like okay i mean it's I, it's fine i'm not necessarily opposed to sticking it to putin but like just so you guys know we are actually right across the hall from each other but to be mm-hmm. through the technology of a certain mixer which we won't mention <laughs> it's in yesterday's title i believe um we can't do it next to each other because we, we just can't it can't be done so i'm going to dennis be in the chat says send Zelensky some mackie sound equipment actually <laughs> 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 yeah i um yeah, I, I can't wait to take that back next week. I'm so looking forward to it because I'm off next week. I'm, I mean, I'm doing the podcast, but uh, and I got to make some decisions as, as far as Substack goes, Alice. Okay. I mean, we'll I have been simply screwing people, so I have to. Make I know, I know, I know. We'll talk. We'll talk. Okay. Yeah. You pencil we'll me talk. in, will you? Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Tomorrow we're back in Avon, Connecticut. If you're around here. Yeah, if you're in Connecticut, come by. We'll be right here at the Avon Old Farms Hotel doing that. Um, in other news, and this is kind of like developing now today during the day as we're doing stuff, but um, Sam Bankman freed out on bail. Both Caroline Allison and this other guy, is his name? The Gary rats. Wang. Rats. Yeah, they have pled guilty and agreed to cooperate to try and get Sam Bankman freed. Um so they both pled guilty to fraud charges. So he was indicted, and um, it's they're saying it's the biggest bail ever. It's $250 million. And he didn't have to put up the whole thing. Like, you almost never have to put up the whole thing. It's, like, you know, partial or whatever. Yeah. But what's weird about this story, this is from um, NBC, is that um, the uh, the – the bond was secured by equity in his family home, which apparently I was reading online is worth $4 million, and by the signatures of his parents and two other individuals with considerable assets. And they're saying, like, one of those individuals is related to him and one is not. So, like, who's putting up bail for Sam Bingman Freed, I guess, is the question. Someone with considerable assets. So... Uh, his parents, both Stanford law professors, were present in the courtroom. Bankman Freed was flanked by two U.S. Marshals dressed in a suit and tie. He'll also be barred from opening any new lines of credit for more than $1,000 uh, while awaiting trial over what federal regulators called a brazen fraud at his bankrupt crypto empire. He claims he is down to a mere $100,000, a steep fall from grace for a man who was once the head of a $32 billion crypto empire. So, uh, yeah. That's crazy. I'm curious to see who the individuals are who are posting his bond for him, aren't you? Or signing to say that they're responsible for him if he skips out pre-trial. But yeah, I mean, what a mess. And the other two ratting him out. 
that's uh, not good news for him, I would say. What else is going on in the world? I was just looking at this. I'm um, glad you asked, <clears throat> Alice, because I'd okay. like to answer that question now. Okay. Um, where are you? Mm-hmm. A left-wing coalition, coalition government in Spain involving socialists has passed a divisive bill allowing anyone from age 16 to change their gender. Children as long as 12 can also apply, apply to transition. The bill removes the need for a medical diagnosis. <laughs> so, I mean, that's the dream, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you need to go through a doctor? What's all the gatekeeping of trans identity? If you say you're trans, you're trans, right? Right. right. It's dangerous. That's for what I've heard. Yeah, and so you know, just like you, you're making a, a a change to your body when you get your ears pierced. Although that might actually be at 18. <laughs> you have to have your parents' permission to get your ears pierced. Yes, unless you like do it at home. Well, it's only fair. I think that my teenagers should be allowed to be allowed to tr- transition at 13, and then have uh, the government assist them with suicide at 14. Seems like a perfect world. Yeah, that's great. I think it's perfect. Um, I also thought this was an interesting stat. Okay, Disney had their earnings call today, and somebody posted this statistic. What percentage of Disney Plus um, subscribers, roughly, do you think are adults with no kids? 32, as a matter of fact. Incorrect. Over 50% of Disney Plus subscribers are adults with no kids. Well, there's adult uh, stuff on there. All the Star mm. Wars are on there. I don't think there's anything rated over PG-13 on Disney Plus, Yeah, but all the all. Star Wars crap is yeah, on there. Yeah, the Star Wars things, but that's like... The Beatles. The Beatles thing. Yeah, we, we personally made sure about 17 different people didn't have to get Disney Plus subscriptions to watch the Beatles mm. thing. You have nice white teeth. I do. What's your, what's your secret? Mine are... Uh, I brush them. I don't know. Mine are like mahogany colored. <laughs> you can use crest white strips or something. I don't know. No. Um, But I like... I mean, I get it. The Star Wars stuff is on there. But I kind of feel like... Well, like we know people who've watched some of that Star Wars stuff, but they tend to just sign up for the season and then quit it. Or like, I mean, the Marvel stuff are adults really paying? Like, what else would they watch on there? Like, once you're done with the Star Wars, like, what would you ever go to Disney Plus for? Nothing. I mean, the, like, like, I don't really understand. I mean, like, but, we use, but we do have it, right? Yeah, but for we have kids, so we don't count as adults with no kids. Yeah, I would only over, go there for the Beatles over fifty percent of the subscribers are adults with no kids. Well, maybe they're watching. That's adults watching Alice. Star Wars and Marvel. Yeah, maybe they're watching Mando. <laughs> Probably, um, but it kind of boggles my mind, and it came back to this thing. You know, I saw this person like retweeting and saying, "I warned you about all the Disney adults." And I do think that, like, that was one thing that I found kind of eye-opening when we were at Disneyland was the number of people who were adults who were there without kids and not just there and, like, going on rides, but, like, waiting in line in front of children to, like, meet Mickey Mouse. Now, that's weird. 
Those people to a T better be pedophiles. Other than that, there's no good reason to be doing <laughs> No, that. but a lot of them are women. A lot of them are women. There's a lot of like women who are well, very... I mean, I mean, I like Disney movies as much I as know, the next but- millennial chick, but like... I would never. It would never occur to me to go to Disneyland yeah, yeah, on my Alice, own as an adult. And if I did, friends, I'd be like going on right. rides. I wouldn't be like waiting to meet Mickey. I really wouldn't. And I, I like. Else, you have friends who have become <laughs> perpetually infantilized. I know, you know that, but who I would go there and would wait for Mickey. I know that I do, but I just it boggles my mind that there are so many of them. Right. Because I think that's like what that Disney plus statistic kind of shows. And whether it's Disney or whether it's like Marvel or Star Wars, there are a bunch of adults who are like not full grown adults, in particular, my generation. You know, there were always a few out there, but like the millennials are now like either 40 or almost 40 and they still like are children. You know, I, I don't. I mean, I think it's the same people who are like doing these Silicon Valley things or like where they, you know, when companies have big retreats and they get all the adults like a ball pit to play in or whatever. You know (laughs) what I mean? Like there is a thing where we're infantilizing adults, but it even goes back further than that. Right. Like I remember um, I had a friend when I worked in the makeup industry and she had been, um, she had been a store manager at a Sephora and she went to their big corporate event that was for all their different store managers from across the country. And they did an event where it was like you had to do karaoke to a song and they gave you construction paper to like make a costume for your team or whatever. And they got walk like an Egyptian and had to make, and she's like, I'm a like mid forties professional and you're asking me to make like a construction paper walk like an Egyptian costume and like do karaoke to it at a professional corporate event. Like what world am I living in? But you know, uh, Morgan says in the chat probably because they grew up with divorced parents alone, so they've bonded with TV, movies, and toys. Like, I, I mean, I think there's something to that. I think millennials have a huge, like, weird perpetual childhood thing that is not going away and I think is only going to get bigger with more young people, like, continually being children for their entire adult lives. Like, I don't understand it at all. And I don't enjoy being in a corporate culture with people who are that infantilized either, which like so much of the corporate world is now this. Alice, think about how your meetings start, your Zoom meetings for your work. I know, but that's more mostly boomers causing that problem, I think. An adult plays a song for everybody. Yeah, we have a pump-up song at my morning work meetings. It's true. Oh, yeah, Morgan brings up adult Happy Meals. Did you see that recently? No. That they came out with adult Happy Meals (laughs) with an adult collectible toy so that you can, like, recapture the magic of your childhood of having a Happy Meal? (laughs) I mean, like, what are we doing? I'm... I apologize for my generation. I don't know what's wrong, but I don't think it's healthy and good. And I think there's, I think something should happen to you when you become an adult and have kids where you like don't care about stuff like that anymore, right? Yeah, I would think so. I would think that, it, well, it, but but actually that stuff is definitely, definitely usually <clears throat> supplanted by adult experiences. 
But if many of those aren't happening, if people aren't getting married and aren't having kids, then what's to supplant them? If you can be a perpetually single person with some disposable income, then you never have to move off of video games. And like, you know, with, with pornography, maybe you never have to move off to actual living warm women. I think there is something to that, and that's only going to get worse with, like, VR and stuff. Right. Right. I mean, I think that, like, there's no real... Julie and Phil bring up adult coloring books. That's true. The library in Melrose used to have adult coloring book night where you could go with other adults to the library and color in coloring books together. (laughs) I I more than definitely need that bottle found around here. Maybe I'll ask a housekeeper if I can have it back just for a little bit. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah. It, but but so- also, in far, as far as women go, like we talked about, we talked about this 10 years ago when, um, when um, who were the guys before um, One Direction? Like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC no, and that after stuff? after that, before One Direction. Jonas Brown. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Brothers. Oh, okay. The Jonas Brothers were coming to coming to Boston Garden and and like when I first started working at the Herald right around there and taking the train and getting off there and having all the moms with their daughters and the moms all had like uh like um waist low pants and their belly buttons showing all had concert teacher t-shirts on yeah. too. like the moms are all trying to be hot concert girls yeah <clears throat> I mean and that's not really about being attractive generally i mean it's part of it is but it's about being attractive like a teenager is oh my yeah God, it's about just... wanting to be a kid again it's about wanting to be that again which you're not going to be well right in this idea that, like that you're going back to like being the hot person you know you're 41 now going back to be the hot person you were when you were 21 it doesn't ever really work like that it is finito you're you the you, you get you get to be 21 and look great and stupid that's how it works and then the stupid <laughs> and then that goes away turns to smart and look great turns to not so great and it's just how it's just how life we life is it's fine i mean if i lose more weight if i lose like whatever 50 more pounds mm-hmm. i'm not gonna be that hot item i was in 1993 there's just no way I mean, that thing. Come on. I know. We all missed out, Tom. 
I know I missed. You out. know, the only thing that you didn't really miss out in in in. I don't know that I was. I was. Uh, I just kind of look like like James does. Actually, I, I look definitely like in every picture you see where I'm 20 years old. I'm absolutely mm-hmm. breathing out of my mouth. That's one, and. Mm-hmm. Two, it was just it was just years before I really ground my teeth down to nothing and chipped them all, so I've got like more of a smile there. Other than that, it wasn't we weren't working with a whole lot to be honest. I was just youth, you know. Youth mm-hmm. makes you look good. So Tommy in New Hampshire says in the chat too. Matt Walsh did a story this week to say toy companies say adults are buying toys for themselves and it's a huge growth market. Morgan says he heard that too. I believe that. I know for a fact that a huge part of the Lego market is adults. Yeah, I know a guy who <laughs> was addicted to Legos, and, it, and and I consider that his most unhealthy addiction. Even though he went to rehab for, for something else. Um. Don't do not do Legos. Can you guys just sit around and drink? It's very fun and satisfying because I do. The, but do them with your kids. Like It's not fun and satisfying. It's awful. I enjoy doing it with the kids. I think it's fun. Mm. But yeah, but you are supposed to replace toys with other things as you grow into adulthood. Like you're supposed to have kids. and. So it is interesting because even before you came along, Alice, right around before the, in the months before you came along, mm-hmm. around 2010, a bunch of us who in 2001 had gamed together and played Call of Duty, the original version, uh-huh. a bunch of us got in touch, um, texted each other and said, hey, why don't we all, since call of, since all of us have high-speed internet now, we don't have to go to the same room like we used to, why don't we all get Call of Duty, download it again, and let's play like we used to. And it was interesting because we used to play in our early, well, late 20s and in one big room because we had a big place in Beacon Hill, a big bachelor pad, mm-hmm. and my brother was a computer guy. And so he had all sorts of machines that we could borrow and whatever. And so a bunch of us would play in a room and you'd get very animated and angry at each other. We were all young and, and, and younger and <clears throat> vicious. And so we'd play games and we'd go, <clears throat> then we'd go out to like Beacon Hill Pub and drink a lot of beer and try to meet women and usually not succeed. And then play more games. <clears throat> so we tried to do the same thing in our mid thirties and uh, it just, it, it, something was missing. There's in, this is even before wife and kids for any of us, there's mm-hmm. something as you get older, there's in, I think with a guy, it has to do with, I don't think it's like a low T thing. I think that when you're 26 years old as a guy, you're generally more feral and you're, ang- yeah, I mean, there is something to that. A lot, and I've heard this said before. Like, I read an article. I think it was like in the New Yorker or something. Probably twenty or thirty years ago. Like about. Um, well, I obviously didn't read it thirty years ago because it would have been five, but probably twenty Ugh. or twenty-five years ago. Okay. Well, you, you know, can you narrow down the exact years? I have, I've been taking notes, Alice, so far. I want to be sure I get this right. But um, but it was like a liberal piece, like in the New Yorker or something like that, and it was calling marriage the barbarian. They called marriage a barbarian adoption society, right. and I think there's something to that. I do think marriage is really big on civilizing men. And I think that's a big part of like what we're seeing fall apart in society right now. There's a lot of people. Who, some of whom are somewhat unsavory on the internet who spend a lot of time talking about um, these sort of like dating markets and how the new like trend towards hookup culture and dating apps and stuff has made it so that more women 
go hook up with high value men who just hook up with all these different women and like don't end up with any of them. But the fact that the women are only going for those men means that they're not necessarily ending up with the guys they would have ended up with like 30, 40 years ago. Oh yeah. And, and I knew people marrying them. You know right. what I mean? Like they're like a woman who maybe is like a seven, right. Is hooking up with a guy who's like a nine and then he's leaving her and yeah, she's not I used to hooking know this, up with any I, guys who are sevens. I used and, to know this girl who used to hang out at the Boston beer garden. Mm-hmm. And she was attractive. She was in sales. She made good money. She made like back then like two fifty k or something. It was, and she used to say always. And at this time we were in our early thirties. She used to say that um, she would never date a guy who makes less money than her. And she made two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So she. So would, that was that for like ninety nine percent of men. Well, not only that, but so she would only date guys who were high finance or like pharmaceutical sales players who don't want to settle down because they're just as shallow as she is. And right, so it's like, exactly. She's not seeing it though. It's like they're not, they're, look, they're seeing her as uh, essentially this hot body and she's seeing men as a bank account. And she felt bad for herself because, you know, she's still not married, I don't think. Yeah. She's, per, 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 you know, perpetually single. It's like if you're going to play the materialistic game, a superficial game, well, then expect it to be played on you. Once you're in that arena, everybody's playing it. Well, right. And it's such a toxic dating culture for everybody. And like it does mean that fewer people end up together with like who they would have ended up with before there was this culture of just like hooking up with people, you know, and it's that's also like something that's just like not healthy for our society for, for it to be that way where where people aren't because of that factor that you're talking about where like the men who are unmarried just continue to be children and like play video games and buy adult happy meals and do legos i guess right is that you don't turn into an adult in a lot of ways if you don't get married and i think that that's like part of what's going on right now and it's only a problem that's going to continue to get worse um as society continues to unravel and fall apart um there's a story in cnn that says russian citizens are now crowdfunding equipment for troops yeah they love these stories about all the problems the russians are having i mean to an extent i believe it but i also think that like i i want to check my confirmation bias on some of those too you know well, I mean, some of their equipment does suck. There's no doubt about that. Oh, and yeah. No, think- that's for sure true. I, and they're definitely not having an e- as easy a time as they would have wanted to have, for sure. I did want to hit one more thing that I thought was interesting that I ran into today. Um, that um, Before we go to the chat chat. And that was this article from an economist about um, Uber and Lyft. That basically, um, he's done some driving for Lyft, and he's noticed that in recent days, a lot of times, um, Uber and Lyft are taking like a lot more of the fares than they used to. So basically, I was like, I was reading this. He did a bunch. Um, 
Lyft doesn't publish their take rate, like what percentage of the bookings that they that they take. But Uber takes about twenty eight percent of the fares. Okay, so if you're right? a driver, your your Uber takes twenty eight percent from you. Mm-hmm. He said when he was doing Lyft, he personally experienced about a forty eight percent take wow. rate. Um, that they were high, and that he feels that. Um, interest rates are hurting companies like Uber and Lyft because they've been growing so rapidly and they haven't worried about costs. And, you know, there's been this boom in tech stuff and Uber and Lyft are perceived as tech companies, even though they're really not tech companies. Like well, they don't have they any. Are. Eh, but they're not relying on a particular like technology that anyone couldn't do. You know what I mean? Like, they're a booking app, but they're not, like, fundamentally, they're, like, a taxi company with an app, right? right? Like, they're not selling a tech product the way, like, Facebook is, right? But, so anyway, he went through and he found that people have done um, analysis on taxi companies in the past and traditional taxi dispatchers end up costing about 15% of the rides. So it's actually which less is why, efficient. Which goes back to the reason why the cab drivers want to take cash. <laughs> right. But but all those dispatchers and stuff that end up taking the – costing roughly 15% of the total like volume of taxi business to run, that's actually way more efficient than – the apparently 30 to 40% that Uber and Lyft are needing to run their businesses and they're losing money. Like they're not profitable and they're in these Silicon Valley offices and like we're talking about like throwing lavish Silicon Valley parties and treating their tech employees to these lavish Silicon Valley perks and they're not doing anything that's actually more efficient than what taxi dispatchers did where you pay people in a call center to find taxis for people. You know, that all that stuff turns out to maybe not be as efficient. And I found that really interesting for one thing, because I've noticed that Ubers have gotten like way more expensive. The last two times, the first time I went to California with our son, I Ubered around places. And the next time I just got a rental car because it was honestly just as cheap as getting the Ubers, Mm. the places that I needed to go. And like, you know, obviously there's times when you need a taxi-like thing, whether that's an Uber or whatever. But I thought it was interesting that it's not really clear that this has made like a marked improvement on the industry overall. How, how has it not made... Well, I mean, the, the, the utility for Uber is that you don't have to talk to anybody. You can get in and get out and no tipping. I mean, that's true. So the nice thing... Is, well, now they have tipping, though. Right, but you don't have to grease a guy right there. You know, you can only have to finish the transaction the same day. I mean, I think I Well, yeah, but they rate you as a rider. They rate you as a rider. So you kind of do, though, because then no one will pick you up if your Uber rating is, goes down. Like, So it's like a How weird social Uber credit rating, score Allison, thing. Considering you threw up it's not great. Uber. <laughs> it's not great. My Uber rating is terrible. I've had Uber drivers ask me that. They're like, you seem like a nice person. Why is your rating so bad? And is I'm it like, because you vomited all over one of, the, one of the cars? 
Maybe I don't. Also, don't really use Uber, so that's Guys, probably like, the last time I used an Uber. In, was in that full, in full disclosure? It was her thirtieth birthday, and she hurled all over a car and had to be like detailed. What an amateur yeah. night out! So, <laughs> I wasn't there, by the way. So, this is ladies. Um. So anyway, uh, that was like my last story. Um. Morgan says when he lived in New York, there was another group of people taxi drivers wouldn't pick up. Uh, well, yeah, well, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure generally, you I know, think cab drivers just wouldn't pick up when, from, uh, from shady neighborhoods. When people don't have social credit scores like an Uber rating available, they make their own mental shortcuts to a social credit score, which sometimes end up with them. Um, making decisions that maybe we wouldn't agree with necessarily. You ready for the chat chat? I'm ready for the chat chat. As a matter of fact, I ahead. actually call it the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce Hotline. Have you eaten any Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot I've Sauce I've had a lot. Today? today I brought it. Where did I bring it, Alice? Breakfast. Brought it into breakfast. I got my sausages. Actually, I, I put the picture up on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. I got my uh, scrambled eggs, got my sausages, and covered the baby in Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. And it was delicious delicious and i'm gonna do it again tomorrow okay it's delicious this is all natural it's not bs it's no there's no like papaya in it nothing stupid like that it's just great it's got uh vinegar red habanero pepper mash oh i want to drink pepper mash smoked ghost chili powder powder, all that stuff and they give a portion of the proceeds to the national fallen firefighters foundation check them out at chelseafirehotsauce.com all right uh, oh, dang it. Sorry. Hey, Tom and Alice. This is Dana from Maine. Hey, Dana. Hi, Dana. As well. Just wanted to reach out and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. You too. Merry to Christmas. You, your family and friends. And also wanted to thank you for all the great episodes in 2022. Uh, I listened to every one of them and oh, cool. I, I laugh at least a couple times uh, each episode. <laughs> thank you, Dana. So thanks for that. But what's really going to be funny is when all of my family and friends open up their gifts this year and they receive Chelsea Fire hot sauce. <laughs> I will be laughing, but I think they'll be enjoying uh, at the end of the day. So thanks for that recommendation. Anyway, anyways, thanks again. And looking forward to more episodes uh, throughout the end of the year and into 2023. Dana, thank you. One. Thank Bye. you, brother. Uh, Happy New Year and appreciate it. Appreciate you, you buying the hot sauce as well. And thanks for listening. That's great. That's great. Thank you. It's it's you know the listener feedback to know that actually people do listen. It's a good thing because there are those there are those times when when we're like strung out and the kids are all over the place and we're like, what are we doing exactly? So that's great to hear. We appreciate that, Dana. By the way, Alice, who did he sound just like? Uh, I don't know who did he. Sound listen just to this like? again. Now you are not as familiar with this guy, although you've spoken to him as I am. Tim and Canton. No. Oh, hey, I don't Tom know. and Alice. This is Dana from Maine. Hope all is well. Just wanted to reach out and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Let me give you a hint. This person's also from me. I don't know. S.E. Robinson. He sounds just like Steve uh, Robinson. My goodness, it's uncanny. It doesn't sound you, just like him to me, but I don't know. <laughs> and also wanted to thank you for all the great episodes in 2022. I wonder if they're from the same part of me. That's very interesting. They must be. They must be. Wow. Little advice from one guy to another. Yeah, yeah. Zipper on the opposite side yep. means it's a lady's jacket. You know, <laughs> kind of like shirts with buttons on the right, as opposed to 
buttons on the left makes it a blouse. So, uh, Tim, I don't think it is, Alice. Do you think it is? I don't think it is. It's huge. I wouldn't wear it. No, it's it's like it's a pretty poor jacket. I don't think it is. I just think it's so like, badly made <laughs> that it is. Uh, that there's no no woman should be wearing that. It is <laughs> no man should be wearing it. As a matter of fact, either. <laughs> okay. Hey, Tom and Alice. I was wondering Hi. if you guys knew you could almost break a board after taking a blue chew. Almost. Did you know that, Alice? I didn't know that, no. Wow, sorry. Wow. <laughs> I have broken boards at karate before. Oh, know? that's right. That's right, Alice. <laughs> Little advice from... Oh, thank you, Tim. That's Tim. Hold on. I'm all over the place here. Okay. Well, I do appreciate the Mackie outburst yesterday. I got to say, I think it's a little bit of misplaced anger. Come on, just admit it, you Apple zealot. Just admit it. Apple Apple sucks. It's no. the bane of your existence. Yes. Yeah, they're terrible. What's causing you all these problems? God knows, it's probably what gave you a VD back in the day. Probably. <laughs> Tim, that is not true. Apple is like driving a Ferrari compared to a Mm-mm. stupid. Uh, a hyperventilating Mac HVAC device like Alice had that can hear gasping. Your your computer needs a CPAP, Alice. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's awful. Awful. Hey, guys. Uh, this question is directed at Tom. You know, yeah. After listening to today's podcast, I was wondering, Tom, if you ever feel guilty about not paying your listeners therapist fees. Um, your daily rants and true confessions obviously must unburden you psychologically. Mm. Just a thought. Have a great Christmas, guys, and may God bless you both. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. So there is some truth to that, Alice, because I am unloading a lot on people. (laughs) We do definitely use the podcast as therapy. There's almost nothing left that hasn't been... Hasn't been said at this point. We we have not thought about paying you guys for that, but but we definitely do use it as therapy. Hey, time. This is Dana from Manningham. I forgot Dana. to say that I'm not part of the LGBTQ community, but if yeah. I were, it'd be because of you. Man, that brown jacket, eleven bucks. <laughs> Man, you, it looks like a thousand bucks on you. Merry Christmas. See? Definitely not a ladies' jacket. There you go. Look at that. Thank you so much. See, Alice, mm-hmm. what would it take you? How come you can't be so positive as these folks? I'm very positive towards you, honey, okay. I think. Hey, guys, uh, this question is directed. Okay, I just played that. Unfortunately, I've got these. Alice goes through these and unmarks them. I didn't touch well, I do them today. Appreciate the Mackie outburst. Okay, that you was. You played that? Okay, played that. There we go. I'm going to go up. This is okay. Go now, by number. They're numbered. They're numbered? On the right-hand okay. side, there's a number. Okay. Hey, Tom, this is Jack Nicholson. Oh, Alice. I was wondering if uh, He's talking you heard to you. the film Indecent Proposal. Yes. Just wanted to know if Alice wanted to come over to my place and watch it. Um, there you go. <laughs> um, Al, what kind of uh, figure are we talking, Jack, actually? That would be interesting. That would be interesting, Alice. Alice, if you, would, you, would you go and in, in be Jack Nicholson's lover for a million dollars? Wow. <laughs> Wow. Wow. 
Did you not hear the question, Ellis? Is that the problem? Wow. No further comment I, at this time. Now I see exactly the nature of our relationship. My goodness. That's all it took. Is it because I'm putting you in the in the Mrs. Claus lingerie for tomorrow's show or for a Sunday show? <laughs> Merry Christmas season's greetings from Sean Connery. There you go. Alice, do you like Sean Connery? Hi, Sean. You like you must like yeah, Sean Connery, of course, because he smacks his ladies around. You, yeah. <laughs> that is, yeah. Hi, Steve from Merrimack. Steve. Alice's aside yesterday about the uh, General Motors recalling 140,000 Chevy Volts because of a fire risk with the carpet reminded me of several years ago, maybe it was during Superstorm Sandy or another big hurricane, like the entire inventory of a Tesla dealership somewhere, whether it was New York or Florida, was submerged, and all of the cars caught fire underwater yeah. and couldn't be put out, you know, while they were underwater, and, and mm-hmm. the water receded, they were still burning, and they can't be put out even when they're in the open air and firemen are hitting it with uh, hoses. No. It's a it's a really great idea. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> yeah. The more of them that we can have, I think, the better. It seems good. It is so funny because, yeah, and that happened in the most recent hurricane in Florida as well, too. They're bursting into flames. And another problem they're having now is when firemen engage these, you know, these uh, um, six uh, – by the way, it, somebody sent me a message on what that's called when all the – Mutual fire- aid. Yes, mutual aid. Um, I think that was uh, is it having a problem now? Because they're using, they're using so much, they're using so much water now that the runoff is, of course, toxic because of the batteries. So right. now they're having to let a lot of these cars just burn out, you know, and just watch it. But then, what do you do with it too? Because that's like the argument that all the environmental crazy climate people make about nuclear. They're like. But the waste is terrible and we can't get rid of what are we doing with all these lithium batteries that are so toxic and stuff like I don't and like burnt out electric cars and whatever else. I don't get it. Merry Christmas and happy holidays from Richard Nixon. Dick Nixon, Alice, you would have found I don't have a thing for Richard Nixon there. There's one that I don't I'm not in love with. President when Thomas Shattuck was born, as a matter of fact, Alice. Tom Shattuck. Good to know. Turn the volume up to high. Listen to Alice's vocal fry. <laughs> Tom is grumpy, don't you see? Been since 1973. Politics, sports, religion too. Happy Hanukkah to the Jews. Alice would say it's all God's plan that she became a minifin. Burn, burn, Chelsea, wicked fire, hot sauce. Burn, barrel, Chelsea, fire, ha, wicked fire, ha, hot sauce. That is brilliant. I'm an Alice from Shattuck's. Merry Christmas. Hope you have a wonderful holiday weekend. Best to all the burn barrelers out there. It's been a fun year on the chat chat and on the pod. Keep up the good work. Have fun with your families and hopefully don't go broke buying presents. It's, it's a jungle out there. Uh, too late for that, Danny. Uh, <laughs> we're coming into the game broke. Danny, there you go. Touch of class, Alice, from Greater Lowell. Okay? Wouldn't hurt you, Alice, to rub off, uh, to leave your uh, highfalutin towns and go meet some real people out there. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, guys, we appreciate that. Thank you so much. I guess this is our last time we're talking before Crispy, which happens Sunday. Oh, no, Saturday. But then we'll see you Sunday. Sunday is Christmas. I'm on the by the way, but guys, if you get bored tomorrow. Sunday is Christmas time. Oh, is it? Okay. Is it really? Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Well, so we're having a Christmas show. And yes. you're going to be wearing your outfit. Oh, this is great. This outfit. <laughs> maybe. Oh, there's I no don't know maybe. about that. There's no maybe. Mm. This is my present, mm. Alice. And there's uh. no, you're going as skimpy as it goes, you are going. I didn't buy this mm. uh, Studebaker to not show it off. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you Sunday. Oh, by the way, Alice will be joining me tomorrow on the air in WTIC as well for for between eleven and three. For as long as I can have her. For as long as I can have her, Alice, you can uh, you can jump in when I talk to the astrophysicist. And, uh, <laughs> we'll be there. We are actually where we are now at the Avon Old Farms Hotel. Can you, can you give and... me the room numbers, Alice? <laughs> you can see us there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. As always, Merry Christmas to everybody. Um, enjoy the time with your families. And um, we'll see you actually on, on Christmas Day night for a burn barrel. And uh, yeah, it's been a, it has been a great year. We still got one week left. And uh, yeah, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also go to burnbarrelpodcast.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.